I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block. Andrew Jump. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. G'day guys, just over 24 hours until Team List Tuesday drops. One of my favourite days of the year to look at uh, how the coaches are assessing their sides after their pre-season. Uh, Going to be a really interesting day and for nearly every team there's something that grabs my interest. Um, you know, I'm just looking at the Melbourne Storm team now, obviously out on the wings. Who's going to replace Vunavalu? I think it will be Remus Smith. Uh, you've also got Branko Lee under a bit of an injury cloud. So interesting to see who comes in for him if he's not able to play round one. But it's that right wing spot I'm really interested in. Personally, I think it will be Remus Smith. Uh, there was another young bloke who did really well the other day. Uh, the other one I'm interested in, obviously, um, you've got Dale Finucane, you've got Harry Grant out. So it'll be interesting to see where Christian Welsh goes. I would like to see him in jersey 8 or 10. I would rather see him start this year. I think if he's wearing 13, there might be a good sign that he's probably going back to the bench once Finucane returns. Um, but yeah, there's an opportunity here for someone to come onto this bench, whether it's Eisenhuth, Kamakamika. I think Kamakamika will be there anyway, but uh, a few guys that could come in there. So definitely one I'm interested in watching there. For the Rabbitohs, uh, it's going to be that right edge position that's going to be really interesting, whether it goes to Coolum and Tungy, Jacob Host, Jai Arrow. I've always said Coolum and Tungy personally. I'm starting to think Jacob Host now. For the sake of all my Supercoach teams, I really am hoping it is Jacob Host. Uh, and I think he's a guy in Supercoach you need to keep an eye on. Obviously, with their front row as well, Jai Arrow, he's going to be interesting. Is he start? Is he on the bench? I've said for a while, I think he'd be on the bench. And Benji Marshall, he's another one to watch there. How they use Benji, uh, where they play him. I think it's pretty clear now that AJ is going to play on the left side. Uh, and you're going to see Josh Manser on the right. So that seems pretty clear to me. Uh, for the Newcastle Knights, obviously KP's out. You're going to see Tex Hoy start at one. Uh, I think it'll be good to see some confirmation of Mitch Barnett, Tyson Brazell, Connor Watson, where they're going to be. You'd have to assume Kurt Mann with Blake Green out will probably start at six. Uh, it's probably that right centre spot I'm interested in. Right right centre, who takes that? Whether it's a Tuala, whether it's a Toa. Um, could be could, could be Kurt Mann himself. Could be a vast array of people there. Um, and probably their bench is interesting too. I mean, especially I, I think Jacob Saifidi is going to have a big season. And like there'd be a lot of draft players in deep leagues that would have probably taken Jacob Saifidi in their front row. And it's going to be interesting to see 
how they line up. Obviously missing a lot of players to start the season. You've got Fitzgibbon out, Blake Green. Jack Johns is missing Edric Lee. There's a heap of guys that aren't in this side to start. Um, and I think that this Newcastle side, they're, they're the, one of the more interesting sides. A big swing team really could go either way. So looking forward to seeing their round one side. Uh, Canterbury, obviously a very new look. Uh I'm not sure if Avarillo is playing week one or not. I've heard mixed reports here, but I believe he is out for the first few weeks. Uh, Nick Kotrick's under a bit of a cloud. You've obviously got Kyle Flanagan walk into this system. There's been a couple of guys that have changed positions. Um, We've seen Kyle Flanagan arrive, as I said, but the guys that have changed positions, like you've got Adam Elliott, he seems to be playing on the left edge. Now you've got Vitala Mariner on the bench, which I can't believe. Josh Jackson at 13. And you've still got Luke Thompson to walk back into this side. So the makeup of the Canterbury team and their back line as well is going to be very interesting. You've obviously got Corey Allen. Uh, you've got Hopawade in the side, I would assume. Hopawade will be in the centres. Corey Allen will be at one. I'd be disappointed if they didn't go that way. Um, then you've got young Brandon Wakeham, a kid that I really like. Interesting to see where he lines up. Uh, the next side that we've got is the Brisbane Broncos. They're playing the Eels on Friday night. And the Broncos, I guess it's all eyes on the halves here. Halves and centres. I mean, you've got Harm, Farnworth. You've got Tessie New out there. Uh, Isako's going to be at fullback. Does Reese Walsh get a gig somewhere? There's a couple of couple of questions to be answered here. Is David Mead going to be in the side? There's a few questions we're waiting to see answers for. And, of course, their forward pack. Um, where does Tavita Pangai Jr. play? Uh, where does Jordan Ricky like? We, we assume that we know these things, but it's going to be interesting to see how they deal without having Payne Haas. Where does Johnny Asiata fall into this puzzle is another interesting one. Is Turpin going to be a big minutes guy? Who do they have on the bench to help out with him? Like, There's a lot a lot to go into this. Uh, as I said, the halfback race between Dearden and Brody Croft seems really interesting as well. So for the Brisbane Broncos, plenty. Absolutely plenty to watch there. Uh, for the Parramatta Eels, I'm not expecting any huge shocks here. The one that I think could be a little bit of a smoky, and I'm not sure if he'll get a spot on the bench. I wouldn't be surprised if potentially he starts somewhere, but probably not his Isaiah Papali. I thought he was really, really good in the trials. He's one to watch. You've obviously got your half-swapping sides, your second row of swapping sides. So this is just going to be the same. Look, it could be a bit of a different footy side this year. The Paramount Eels, interesting to watch. Obviously, you've got Tom Opachik at centre replacing Michael Jennings too. So interesting to see what they do with Reed Marnie. Is he going to be an 80-minute man or will they have a Joey Lussick on the bench? Uh, I personally think they will. I think this is the way to use Reed. I don't think he's up to 80 minutes just yet, as popular and as good as he is. Uh, and that would be a big hit for a lot of uh, Supercoach draft players over there that took Reed. Uh, next game is the Warriors and the Titans. And for the Warriors, uh, one that I'm probably interested in, like their, their back line looks pretty set in stone. But from what I've gathered, uh, Montoya has been absolutely on fire over there. So I'll be interested to see if he can get a spot, maybe a bench spot. Obviously, Wade Egan's now injured. So I'm expecting Jazz to be named at hooker, which will also see Bailey Sirenen if he wasn't already to be on the bench as a as a hooker option there. I think the most interesting guy, though, is Ben murdoch Masella. I've said for a long time, I think he will start in the back row. Uh, a lot of people tipping him to play on the bench now. Personally, I think he has to be there uh, in the back row. Um, I think the other one to watch here is Kane Evans. Uh, if he can get a starting spot, he could be absolutely anything for the New Zealand Warriors in Supercoach. I think he's got a lot of ability and he's got a lot to offer. But Enoch Masilla, how they use Jazz to Vega, that is going to be the big watch in this game. And, so, and, and Tohu Harris as well, of course. Personally, I think they'll go uh, Tohu Harris at 13, Ben Murdoch Masilla on one edge. And then I would have Ellie Katara on the other one, but he's injured at the moment, so... 
There's a lot to watch here. Uh, I'm hearing Josh Curran might go in there. I, I thought he, his his defence was pretty average the other day, but a lot to watch there at the New Zealand Warriors and could be even more to watch as the season goes on, realistically. Gold Coast Titans with their new side coming into this season. Uh, the backs, I would say, to be Don, Brian Kelly, Herbert, Corey Thompson. Um, but, you know, there are a couple of pretty handy footballers that are missing that back line now. Uh, the Haas pick themselves. Interesting to watch Tino and and uh, Tyron Peachy. I, I think Tino's probably locked down the 13. I would go Peachy myself. Uh, but Tino's, you know, his form in the in the trials has been incredible. Uh, you're obviously going to have David Fafita on one edge, Kevin Proctor on the other. Mitch Rain at hooker, I think they're going to have to carry another hooker on their bench unless they use Peachy in that sort of role, which would be disappointing for him for me. Uh, Jared Wallace, you'd assume he'd probably start. Uh, and then, you know, you've got SASA, you've got Joel. If there's, there's a lot of depth in this side, and I, I don't think there'll be any major shocks with this Titans team. I think we could pretty much pick them now, but still interesting to watch how they unfold. Sydney Roosters, now we're hearing that Victor Radley and Sammy Verrills will be missing round one. So a couple of changes there. Interesting to see how they handle that. We're expecting Lock and Lamb to be named at six. Um, no huge shocks here, to be honest with you. Uh, we've got Tupanua, we've got Angus Crichton starting on the edges. I don't think there'll be any um, any twists or turns in this side for the Sydney Roosters. I think we know where all that's going. Uh, the Seagulls is where it gets interesting, and Tommy Turbo's obviously out. So they've been talking about Morgan Harper. I didn't think he was overly impressive the other day. I have picked him in all of my draft team. So fingers crossed Morgan Harper gets a gig there at fullback. Um and if not, hopefully he's in the centres. But they have got Sully. They have got Dylan Walker. Uh, Jason Saab's a guy that's going to be interesting out on that edge. Kieran Foran, obviously, returning there. Uh, probably the biggest watch as far as their forward pack goes is probably the left edge. Uh, do they go with Jack Goals or do they go with Andrew Davey to replace Joel Thompson? Uh, one that I'll be watching really closely there. Also, Hooker. You've got Schuster. You've got Croker. You've got Kate Cust. Um, we're here in Croker. I, I would be going Cust personally, and I would have Schuster off the bench. But a lot of these teams have been very different. You've also got Josh Alloyer that's walked into this squad. I think he'll come off the bench. I think they'll start Paseca and Marty to power personally. But another team that, you know, there are a few spots up for grabs there, so anything could happen. Panthers v. Cowboys, the late game on Saturday. Uh, the Panthers squad, very similar to what we saw last year. I think it's going to be interesting just with that right center spot. Obviously, you've got uh, Charlie Staines, Brian To'o on the wing. I think that right center spot's interesting. Do they go Momorowski? Do they go for um, Do they go for Tyrone May? Do they play a Matt Burton there, potentially? I think there's a lot of options there. Brent Naden's still playing reserve grade, so interesting to watch there. Um, you've got the front row as well. Obviously, one of Leota or Lenu is going to step into that role. Maybe Matt Eisenhuth had a long, long, long shot, but I think it'll be Leota or Lenu. Uh, whichever of them does get that starting role, I think draft comps, I think both of those guys could potentially be on both waivers. Definitely one to have a look at, especially in your deep draft leagues. I know they're both in mind, so two guys I'll be having a look at. Now, the Panthers taking on the Cowboys. Really interesting here. Who plays fullback, Drinky or Val Holmes? Uh, the hooker rotation, what's doing there? Granville looked great in the trials. Reese Robson's the future. Ruben Cotter's come from nowhere. There is a lot of moving parts in this side. The second row is interesting as well. Does, Pod, does Todd Payton go for Cohen Hess? His defense has been terrible over the last few years. I reckon Todd Payton would be hesitant, but with a couple of injuries, I'm not sure how much of a choice he has. You've got Josh McGuire as well. Is he going to play big minutes? Same as Tal Malolo. How are they going to use him? Uh, there is a lot of moving pieces here. You've got Michael Morgan. You've got Jake Clifford. It all depends where he plays Drinky. Even in the centers, I mean... 
We've heard all off-season we're going to play the hammer there. You've got Justin O'Neill, you've got Isan Masters. There is just so many options in this side, and I've got no idea which one is the right one, which is the wrong one. But they are definitely a team to be keeping an eye on, especially with guys like Ruben Cotter that can play lock or hooker. That can change so much. I've sort of... I've gone out of my way to avoid a lot of North Queensland Cowboys in my draft leagues. I think one of them I got Taumalolo. Uh, but outside of that, I've been avoiding this because I just don't know how it's going to play out. Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock, you got the Raiders taking on the West Tigers. Saw the Canberra Raiders. Um, I think we know what to expect here. I think we know uh, what the back line is going to look like. I think we know what the halves are going to look like. We know that Tapanay is going to be 13. I think we know Whitehead's going to be on the left edge. I would say Hudson Young starts on the right edge. He had a bit of competition from CHN, but... He's um he's been drink driving. He's ruled himself out. So I think Hudson Young will get that spot. I'm expecting Josh Papali to start the other front rower. Uh, will be interesting. Do you go for a Sia Soliola? Is it a Ryan James, a Gula? I'm not sure how that one's going to play out. Probably would have been Horsburgh, but he's obviously in a bit of trouble. So interesting to watch there. And then on the bench, are they going to use Tom Starling or not? Personally, I think they have to. And if they do, that helps all of these other forwards, especially if you've got like an Emre Gula and a Ryan James. I don't see them playing massive minutes. That helps all those guys in the starting team. You've also got Havili. Is he going to get a spot or not? Do they pick another genuine forward or do they take a bit more of a versatile guy? If you've already got Starling. I'm not overly sure about Habili. I think there could be other guys they could get a, give a crack to there. Taking on the Tigers, obviously the Raiders and um, yeah, interesting the Raiders, the Tigers. I think we know generally how they're going to line up. I think you see Dane Laurie at one. It's been a mystery all offseason, but I think Laurie has locked that jersey up. I think you'll see Joey Layler on the left side, James Roberts on the right. I think we know all these things. Uh, I think in the forward pack, I think probably Garner starts on the right edge, but I think Sean Bloor will take it eventually. And when he does, he's a guy to get off your waiver wise. I think he will do really well. Layler on the left side, you'd have to assume Twole. He will start in the 13 jersey with Tamu up front. Um, I think the hooker position is really interesting. Obviously, you've got Little, you've got Simpkins. Uh, you've also got Mozambai floating around. So I know all the chat has been about Little and Simpkins, but Mbai was the captains, you know, 20 weeks ago. Um, I think they're going to need to find a spot for him. I think it's going to be really interesting. He could prove to be a real pain in the ass for a lot of super coach players, Moses and Mbai, by just taking positions by potential cheapies that could be there. Uh, is it the last game? The last game between the Dragons and the Sharks. So the Dragons side... Uh, yeah, I don't think any huge shocks will come here. Um, I think we know who the hook is going to be. We know who the halves will be. We know who the fullbacks will be. I think the centers are reasonably close to locked up. Maybe the left center role could bounce around a little bit. Um, you got Jaden Sullivan, who will probably be in this side somewhere. He'll probably be at six. Corey Norman's missing the first game or two. So a really good opportunity for Jaden Sullivan there to uh, put his stamp on that position. I think Corey, when he is fit... Oh, sorry, when, when he's allowed to play again, I think he'll walk back into this side, though. I think the forward pack is interesting. We've seen them mess around with Josh Kerr on an edge. I think Tariq Sims will have one. I would like to see Jackson Ford on the other. I just don't... I don't think the Josh Kerr experiment worked in any way, shape, or form. Um, Tyson Rizal's left, so there is that spot there. I think Paul Vaughan up front with Blake Laurie. On their bench, it'll be interesting to see, do they go with a Billy Britton? Do they back Andrew McCulloch in for the full 80? Personally, I think they will back McCulloch in for the full 80, but... You know, on that bench, do you go with Fuimayano? Do you go with Cade Ellis? It's it's hard to get a read on at the moment. Um, I'm not really sure how this squad is going to line up. You've got, you know, Adam Clune, Daniel Alvaro, Trent Merrin as well. I'm just, I'm not sure how this is going to go. You've got Farmer Silly as well, who's done really well. I wonder if he's going to start in the front row. 
Um, there's a lot of moving pieces here and a side that's going to be interesting, but I don't think you want too many slices of pizza from this side, realistically. They're taking on the Cronulla Sharks. And the Sharkies, I don't think... There's any huge shocks coming here. Um, I mean, you'll see Will Kennedy at fullback. Moyes will be at six. Chad at seven. Rest of the backline picks itself. Rudolph will be at 13. I assume Nakora will be at 12. Way Graham on the left. Uh, up front, I think they'll go Woods, Hamlin, Ueli. They'll break Braylead Hooker. Interesting to see if they pick a 14. Personally, I'd go Connor Tracy. Now, uh, Andrew Fafita on the bench. Uh, you got Ty Wilton. He's done really well this offseason. Interesting to watch him. There's a couple of guys that are injured. Royce Hunt, Sifatalakai. I think if these guys were playing, there'd be a lot more mystery around this team, how it's going to line up. Obviously, Billy Magulius is the one I've spoken about for a long time. I don't think he's going to be in this side. I think he needs to leave. But he's one that if he gets named, you need to keep an eye on him. Uh, Aiden Tolman as well in this team now. So, um, yeah, look, I, I don't think there's going to be any major shocks in this Sharks team. I think that any of the shocks that do come, I don't think they'll be overly relevant as far as super coach goes. And even NRL, I think they'll just be bench forwards that might get moved around or might start or sit on the bench. So... Look, it's 24 hours until our first team list. We're going to be doing one of these podcasts um, Tuesday afternoon where we review them when they come out. We'll have our first one coming tomorrow, but I just thought I'd go through each side and sort of tell you the sort of things that I'm looking out for when these teams come up. A lot of teams are very confident. We know what we're going to look like. They tend to be the more successful sides. Some of the sides at the bottom that maybe need to shake up things, need to change what they're doing, and teams with injuries, they're going to be really interesting. You need to study these teams tomorrow afternoon and really take advantage of anything that appears there as far as your Supercoach sides go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.